now. Oh, that's what's up. You a little nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you better you better stop talking that shit. You better stop talking that shit to Mike. Mike could probably take you now. Man, Mike got Mike got kidney and liver problems and shit. <laughs> I take Mike in his ass uh-huh. and his whole intestines are falling out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! So it ain't so, Mike. Okay, I got some for y'all. <laughs> I think I went live. Did yeah, I go live? Oh, okay. It say live on Facebook. Here we go. I need y'all to come in here. I'm on. Name? Oh, hey, Mayberry. Damn. So why, damn, that's the same thing. Like, damn. I like that. There he so, is. Okay, See, uh, the host asked you to start video. Okay. There he is. Oh, there Look, now, now you want speaking to that mic now, don't you, Rudy? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There she Lex. is. Legs. Really? Mm. Look at him. Y'all about hey, to get him started. Cooley, we not live yet, are we? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Oh yeah. gosh. <laughs> we definitely live and in the building. Very uh, nice. I'm wrapping my shirt today. Oh. Okay. What's doing? the bottom look like? You got some bottoms on? Oh Jesus, we going to- <laughs> Why does he always gotta start? <laughs> if I didn't, I wouldn't tell you shit. Going to jail. Uh, that's <laughs> the show. You're sexually harassing on online though. <laughs> I know. Like, don't don't nobody need to know that you really be acting like this. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Let them see. I should get my headphones. Why? Yeah, go get them. Leave the cam right there. No, because I'm not. No, because you're going to watch me get my ass up. I'm good. Make no sense. HR can't afford any more complaints. Uh, the inbox is full just off of one individual. So mm. Mm. I wonder who that is. Is it the professor? Like, don't don't nobody need to know that you really be acting like. There we go. Okay. All right, with the remix. Yes. Welcome to the. Yo. Yo, we are in the building, uh, AJ Rich, how you doing? Um, everybody that's in the room early, we appreciate it. Uh, I hope everybody got their they liquor, and uh, ain't nobody got no drink, no shots, or nothing. Nobody got nothing. I got Red Bull. <clears throat> nothing. I was a couple minutes late. So um, I ain't get a chance to get my, get my wine together. I'm going to work out after this little. Every nine minutes, I'm taking a shot. So I got a question. Do we get a commercial break so I can go crazy? Who did? Who did it? I'm not getting up, dude. I wasn't looking. Everybody cover your eyes. Man, I'll cover the camera before I do that, but because this reading will be like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, professor. Mm-hmm. I had a productive. You know what we did not touch on as far as COVID is concerned. <clears throat> what? Versus. Huh? Versus. Who? Versus the battles. Oh. Okay. Um. What about them? I mean, how do you feel about it as a concept? Like, just as the concept of it? I think it's a good concept. Um, I don't, I wasn't pretty, I wasn't overly um, 
enthused about it, but I'll tell you the one that I did, I did like. Uh, uh goodbye doing them. No, Riz, the RZA and uh Primo. That was, yeah, that one was cool. That was cool. Yeah, I like but, but but what it made me realize, yo, Primo, I mean um the RZA ain't really got shit on Primo. That, that's my opinion. Like Primo's catalog is way bigger than the RZA's. I agree with that. Well, the RZA was off almost for a little bit of time, just strictly Wu Tang. Like, right? I didn't even. I honestly, even off the top of my head right now, after watching the battle, I couldn't even name one song outside of somebody from Wu Tang that he produced. Right. Yeah. But I those saw- bangers with them, no, I will say that. Yeah. Um, I think the original con. I don't even know what the concept was for real, for real. Um. You know, when Erica Badu and them did this, it was, oh, this is a vibe, this is love, this isn't no battle. I thought originally it was a battle. The motherfucking T-Pain shit, that shit was a battle. Um, Ludacris and Nelly, that was just uh, Nelly getting his ass whooped, for real, for real. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that one. So, so I had a thing, and I was asking, you know, who would, who, would, who would evenly match up with certain people and then it was funny that I saw the 112 and Jagged Edge shit is supposed to be like Monday or something like that. Which I guess I'm gonna Um I don't know. I don't I don't I don't think you can actually match them up together. I think it was just something that when they came out, they came out at the same time or around the same time. It's Jagged Edge is gonna whoop that ass. Jagged Edge is gonna whoop that ass. Yes, and I'm a 112 fan, but Jagged Edge got hit. So if we if we going off the hits, uh, Jagged Edge is gonna get in that ass, mm-hmm. and that's just me. But like I said, I like 112. Yeah, Jagged Edge definitely has more hits, in my opinion, than 112. I agree. Somebody mm-hmm. name a 112 song. Uh, Cupid. Sing it, dude. <laughs> uh, room 112. Doesn't lie. Get the mic. Uh, with Biggie. Peaches and cream. All right, so you gotta sing it. You gotta give me something. You gotta give me at least one line. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> See, it don't count for the battle. See, you can't. You can't put that. Oh, in your oh man. All right, somebody gotta give me a jagged edge song then. Oh shit! Let's get married. Um, me at the altar. It cannot be meet me at the altar. Oh, that, that's a classic. Oh, that's though. number one right there. That's why I don't yeah. want you to do it. That's a, that's too a much classic. Mm-mm. I don't know that uh, when they come on. Mm-hmm. Since y'all said they got so many hits, come on. Get uh, Jay, I, I mean, J.E. Heartbreak, that CD was was definitely um, probably the coolest one for me. Um, did it for me. Yeah, they got, they got, they got a lot of hits. Jagged Edge. I'm not singing shit because I can't sing. You ain't got to. Come on. You give me a tuba or a trumpet. I could probably play a couple songs, but... A tuba or a trumpet? I'm a musician, baby. You got a musician. Uh, Big G's um, high school pitcher. Yo, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Why you ain't posting under them? <laughs> Rudy. And I'm calling you Rudy because it. I'm calling you Rudy. He didn't even call you the professor. He about to get no, it. I'm calling him Rudy because I've known him for a long time. Rudy, don't you post another motherfucking picture. <laughs> yo, Rudy got pictures my mother don't even have. Yo, don't, don't be posting that shit, yo. Yo, post all of them up. Yeah, he, he has. He starts every Friday. It goes Thursday into Friday, yeah. Don't post another picture, Rudy. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, I, I got a 
I got a question. It's not it's not on the verses, but it's just a question because the conversation that I had earlier today. If <clears throat> now we all adults here, so we can answer these questions. If a oh, female, I'm gonna start with a guy. If a guy says that he's telling a woman that he is sexually into everything, what does that mean? Like it in the butt. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what you heard. Okay, that's what you heard. Okay. I guess it means he went with whatever. You're sexually fluid. Is that a good no. thing or a bad thing? Wait, ask the question it's again. Good, What's the question? It's a good thing until I ask you. So what does that mean? When I say go in detail and I say, well, are you interested in bending a man over or you being bent over by a man? Then you got to ask those type of questions and you can't be scared to ask that question. But when some, somebody says they sexually fluid, you don't know what that means. So you have okay. to have follow-up questions. Okay. So the question, the question was, G, if a guy says that tells a woman that he's he's into everything sexually what does that mean well um i guess you could interpret that a, a couple of different ways me right. i'm going with gay right right okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um yeah try sexual you willing to try any and try everything anything yes right. yeah so who let a horse fuck you if if, if you <laughs> i guess not see i not I wouldn't necessarily take it as that off the jump. I mean, because he's talking to a female. I'm thinking that he he's telling her he would whatever with within their thing. Like he sucked toes and ass cracks and all that type of shit. Yeah, but that but he might want a thumbs up too. Yeah, see now that come up in conversation. That's some other. Because <laughs> I mean, right when somebody there. say that they into anything, they might like <laughs> that back door tickled a little bit, you know. So so look, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Right, <laughs> right. It started off fucked up, so now you trying to make it right. You trying to clean it up? Cause I, I um, I, I brought it up because I was having a conversation with with a young lady, and she was saying that she's into. I don't know if she's used the word everything or if she's into a whole lot. Like she's willing, she's 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 into a whole lot. Basically, that's what she said. So. Of course, the follow-up question is, well, what exactly does that mean? Because a whole lot covers a wide spectrum of shit that I definitely ain't into, such as I had somebody tell me that they were interested in guys who are willing to uh, spit in their mouth. Mm. Not, oh, my God. No. Oh, God. So, you, you know, mean like hot spit in your mouth? I mean, kissing... Yeah. Like you no. know, you French kids, you get a little spit in your mouth. No, no I'm talking no. about, I'm talking about, uh, you like know, somebody hawk some spit, like, yeah, like, bring it up from your nose and throat. Oh, oh, yeah, you nasty, nasty, huh? <laughs> you're a freak freak. Yeah. Who was out here hawk spitting in somebody's mouth right now in COVID? You're a freak freak. Mm. Exactly. That's what you're saying. All right, so me. I'm not against, I'm not against whatever, you know. To each his own, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would piss on a woman if she told me I could pee on her just because, just to see what it's like. But she couldn't piss on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, she said, don't come through at 8 o'clock so you can pee on me. Did you have to go there? You just gonna whip it out and just pee? I could. I would. I mean, depending on, especially leaving the gym, you know, you drink a gallon of water. Like, baby, I'll be running at like 1230. I can piss on you all night. But you can't pee on me. Yeah, you can't pee on me, though. 
<laughs> he can't pee on me. And and I probably don't want to see you no more after I done pissed on you. Right. Right. That's how yeah, that's, that's, that's rough. That's rough. Mm. Yeah, but I'm not judging anybody. Yeah. I feel you. I'm not fucking with you either, though. Professor, right. <clears throat> so after she said that, did it make you want to or not want to? It just made me think... Uh, Curious? No, fuck no. It made me think, what the hell was happening in your childhood where <laughs> you want a motherfucker to, to spit on you and, and, and uh, all kind of wild shit, yo? Like, that That just made me think that some bad shit didn't happen to you. you do and it? I don't want to be a part of that. Huh? You didn't do it. Did I do it? <laughs> That's what you said. I'm asking. I'm just. It's just a question that we can't have a conversation. Did, did you do it? I ain't that type of guy, yo. So you didn't do her or nothing at all. No. Didn't touch yeah. her. No. I'm not the type. I, I wouldn't do that, yo. Yeah, like she, like. She obviously needs some friends. I mean, she obviously needs some better friends. I understand. I I I met. I had a female one time and. She her thing was she wanted to be called like a, a hoe and a b. Like, why why your voice changed, yo? You scared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get quiet! Get quiet! Get quiet! No, stand in another room, yo. You got to be quiet. Yo. <laughs> wasn't sure which one of my aunties might have been in here, but like th that was her thing. Like degraded during sex. Mm. And yeah, she need better friends. Yeah. I did it, but I didn't you feel. You need a hug. You don't need no better. You'll say I did it. That sounds like um, a piggy verse. I mean, because she didn't mention it until we was already doing it, and she would say, "Well, say this." And I'm like, "Oh, uh, but I don't. I don't think I said it. I, she never. I never talked to her again. I don't think I, I was. I wasn't strong enough with it because that's just not me. I couldn't do it. I couldn't get into it. Like she wanted to be different. Yeah, I, another level. I couldn't do it. It's yeah. certain things that you just gotta. You need to find out in the beginning. I think for me. The thing that scares me the most is choking. Like women that want to be choked. Like, don't you realize I could kill you? Like, like I don't want to be that guy to be choking. And there's no safe word like spumoni or something. Like, you know, you gotta like <laughs> choke. Like you gotta choke. Like I got a big forearm. I've been a kill. <laughs> Not fucking with it. Mayberry, what you think about that, buddy? I don't know. I'm having technical difficulties right now. You gotta bear with me. We, well, let me tell you. We talking about choking. Right. Hand. What about it? Choking? Is, it, is so, it a good thing, bad thing, or indifferent? You like it? Why do I feel like this is like a violation of my privacy? <laughs> <laughs> and it would come from you, wouldn't it? Of course. Of course. Um, wow. I'm just going to say this. If you have the chemistry with somebody and mm -hmm. that happens, you know, to happen, then yes. I'm not speaking on nothing that I do or don't do because it ain't your damn business. You talking Next to me? question. You talking to me? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. On on the lines of um, <laughs> uh, kind of drew, drew all into this is just perfect because that kind of helps us segue into our first pretty much uh, topic for tonight, which is a question to um everyone. Um, professor, did you want to let that one loose, or do you want to second? I don't remember the question. Say the question. The question <laughs> was. How important is it for your, we say spouse, but I'm going to switch it up to partner. How important is it for your partner to support your dreams? Okay. Like, um, is that a deal breaker? Like, you know, 
Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I brought that up because I know that, you know, even though at this age, I don't think anybody got no, no hoop dreams or no shit like that, but still, you know, like, uh, like Troy, you doing the, the, the clothing thing, Mike doing the radio thing. Um, everybody has their own niche and what they want to do. So I was always, I'm curious just to know if your significant other was shooting down something that you wanted, that you thought was important to you or could put you in a better position or whatever, if they shot it down, would that ultimately affect your relationship? Yeah, how could it, it how, how could it not affect your relationship? Yeah, it was. I mean, the, whole point of, the whole point of being in a relationship is a partnership. Yeah. And if you don't have a partner, and I mean, even if I'm on a team, we can't be successful as a team if I'm playing basketball. We can't be successful if we all collectively don't come together. So if it's just me and another person, we're a team. It's a partnership. If I'm not supporting you and you're not supporting me, then what's the point and the purpose of y'all being together? It's the same thing with friendships. Mm-hmm. There has to be some type of added value. Now, and if you're sitting up in here, like you said, you want to be, you you 65 and you're talking about you want to go into the, you know, the NFL draft, then I mean, we're going to have to talk, <laughs> but there's still a way to approach it. And I feel like that vulnerability or that sensitivity with women and how you speak to a man where you don't take the man from the man while you're having the conversation with him, but, you know, saying, well, how can we shift that dream? You know, how can you still be supportive? But still, hey, let's try to come up with something more realistic. Maybe you should coach. Okay. You know, maybe you should, you know, help out with the little league, you know, or volunteer somewhere. It's always a way to to be able to communicate with your spouse in a way that it seems more supportive than being detrimental where you're turning turning the person away or tearing them down. You know. Okay. That's my. Yeah. Go ahead, Troy. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, because if you keep somebody in your head with just negative shit about what you're trying to do, I mean, if it's realistic goals, you know what I mean, that you're supposed to have that support. So mm-hmm. if, if they're not there to support you, then yeah, it's like it's going to put a strain on your relationship. Because guess what? Guess what happened? You don't support your spouse. And then it takes somebody out here who gives your spouse just a little bit of attention on that one thing and support them. And then they slipping and sliding and something they shouldn't be slipping and sliding in. All right, let me jump in the room real quick. So Afton says important, but we, but we're beyond dreams though. Let's make those goals. Amen. Okay. Uh, yes, would you need support from your partner? So now my question is, for how long? How long do I get to have these goals or dreams or things I'm shooting for? And at what point is it like, do you ever step in and say, okay, enough? Like, let's just get back on the straight and narrow and do what we got to do. Or do you tr- have to trust them as your, as a partner to realize, okay, I need to just let it go. So, so this is my thing about that, right? The only reason why your, the, the partner would have an issue with it is if they haven't been invested, if they haven't invested enough enough into it. If my partner, so for instance, um, let's just say I really want to get involved in, let's say I want to really get involved in, in the stock market, or I really want to get involved in selling houses, right? If my, if my significant other does not understand how the stock market works, 
They don't understand how real estate works. Me telling them that I want to get involved in that in their mind might sound more like a gamble than a business opportunity. But I think it's both parties' responsibility to try to to try to get that to to get a certain understanding. It's the spouse, it's the person that's in the actual venture. Uh, it's their job to explain it to the significant other, and it's a significant other's responsibility to want to know more about whatever's going on. Because if they want to stand in the background, then they always want to have something to say because they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. But right. they got to get involved some kind of way. Go ahead, Jim. All right. All right. Um... I'm on the fence about this. What, what's the question again? Because I feel like we're getting away from the question. Mm-hmm. question what's is, the question? How important, and if, if, I, if I fuck it up, pull me back. How important is it to have a partner that supports your dreams? Now, after okay. the caveat, and she said, well, let's take our dreams and call it goals. Okay. Um, I think it is important to have somebody support your goals and your dreams. Being, would it be your significant other or partner? I'm going to say no. Um, how many of us know motherfuckers that want to be rappers that then fucking put out 52 albums and sold them out of the truck of their car that don't sound like shit, won't get signed, we know they don't rap, we know they can't rap, but as a friend you want to keep pushing them and making them oh yeah you a hot shit you know what I'm saying no nigga go get a job stop this shit it ain't working you it, you you got 42 years in there and you 43 years old it ain't working let it go I think and, that's what Mike's point was at what point do you say enough is enough enough is enough so I don't think it has to be a significant other to support your dreams if somebody if you whip somebody and they just bashing you saying you just suck off the rip or the stock market ain't for you, you you taking gambles, you don't know anything about buying houses and selling houses when you can't pay your own light bill, that type of shit. If that's not what you into and you just want it to be something that you want to do, then yeah, as, as long as somebody support you, I don't feel like it has to be a significant other. And because, you know, shit, we want to be personal trainers, you got a fat ass girlfriend, she don't want to be fucking personal trained. She ain't never been to the gym. She don't want to go to the gym. She just want to eat. She's not going to support your dream like, yeah, babe, go and be a personal trainer. Fuck no. But there's somebody that is, you know, your mother, your brother, your cousin. Somebody's going to help support you. I don't feel like it has to be a significant other. If she's not supporting my hoop dreams or my goals or whatever I have planned on, it doesn't change the, the fact that I still love her, we're still together, and she's going to let me pee on her. All right, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump in. What's up, Jim Carter? Uh, so NJ Rich says, and NJ Rich, uh, let's give NJ Rich a shout out. He has the top fan tag in the Cooley in the Gang room. So let's let's give NJ. Rich a shout out. NJ. Okay, and cheeks. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> uh, he says, um, your time frame is a part of the vision. So I guess, um, hopefully not to put words in the mouth, but he's pretty much saying if you have the vision, it should come with a time frame. You should be, you know. Okay mature enough or man or woman enough to know, okay, this is it. But I feel, and then back to what you said, G, I think it, it has to be a spouse because, a partner, a partner, I'm sorry. Because if I'm married to you and I have a dream or a goal. Like Martin Luther King. 
right, <laughs> that you don't believe in, but I'm getting all my support from outside, that, that can't work well in my house. So are we saying spouse or are we saying partner? Well, we you saying partner because the spouse is, I mean, the relationship, like uh, that's. So when I say, when, when you think about partner, the, the way that I think about it as, as a partner is somebody that you may be engaged to or you, you take seriously. Because if I don't take you seriously, you ain't my partner. You just uh, somebody to get peed on, right? Yeah, buddy. Is this going to be the tagline really through the entire right? show? Is this the tagline through the entire show? Yeah. <laughs> you got to use it, too. I'm not talking about nobody. Talking about <laughs> damn sure not on me. Next. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah, but but somebody who opinion matters, like you said, Troy. Because if their opinion don't matter, then, I mean, you're not going to probably expose anything to them anyway. But somebody that you see every day, somebody that you value them in your life, they value you in their life, but they're shooting down opportunities. You ever meet a person that no matter what you say, everything is no, or everything is that's dumb, or that don't make sense. They don't even want to get into how you going to do it. You know, let's sit down and map this shit out. And like Mike said, it does have to be a time frame. Like, I ain't going to say no names, but we got we got a, a mutual homeboy that for years, probably up until maybe like 25, 26, this motherfucker wanted to go to the NFL. Ain't played in no combines, no nothing. The nigga carried around a football and would throw the shit and jump all over the place to catch the ball and all that shit. But He jumped all over the place? Yeah. To catch, the, you know what I mean? Because he, cause he really the ball. was into that, to that football shit. But the realistic side of it is there was no way that he was going to ever get into the NFL at that stage of his life. So what do you say? You you are the significant other in that household. How do you gently say, hey, listen, I hear you. I know that you, this is what you, you really wanted for your life. However, you're, you're X number of years old. And let's, let's be realistic about this. Like, even if we, even if we look at the, the players that are in there that came in, None of them are in your age bracket. So because they aren't in your age bracket, you might want to, you know, kind of move to something else. And as long as it's not affecting the household as far as how they live, that shit is a hobby. All right, let me bounce into the room real quick. All right, so Afton says, the reason I make the distinction between dreams and goals is that if you really want to advance us and have me support and pour into you, I need to see the plan equal goals. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I agree with that in part. The only part that I that I I don't necessarily agree with is because I may have the idea, but I may not have the goal. I may not have the the blueprint to it. But you as being you being my spouse, I would hope that you would help me map it out. Because I might not. I may not have it all together. You know, there are some, there are a lot of very successful people that never got that never got to where they wanted to get if it wasn't for their significant other. Their but significant I think that that's. That goes back to when I was saying something about that partnership. Yeah. You have to be able, you have to want to partner with whoever you're with. And that's why it's like if you don't want to partner, then you're not in a you're not in the right relationship. Because you have to want to partner with your spouse. Because if I'm struggling this year, I need you to be strong and then flip. Next year, you know, roles always change. The responsibilities mm -hmm. change. So it has to be an opportunity where you realize that it's a partnership. It's not this is mine, this is yours. Y'all have to work together collectively. And that is sometimes being honest, but you got to know your spouse. 
you got to know that if you can sit down with your spouse and chop it up and have a drink and be like, babe, look, I know we tried this for like three years. I'm gonna need you to come up off that now. We got bills to pay. You know your spouse. And if right. you know that that's just not the conversation that you need to have, then it might be, baby, again, like I was saying earlier, if you do want to have though, you know, play NFL, maybe they didn't get a chance to see your talent. They didn't get a chance to see how great you are. I see how great you are. Why don't you take that and give that gift to some children? Why don't you go and be a coach? It's a way to approach it, but you got to know your spouse. Got to know your spouse. Yeah. And that's in a situation, if it's something that you're trying to do and your spouse don't know about it, if they want to support you, then like you said, Rudy, they want to say, okay, well, I don't know much about it, but let tell me why you're interested in it, what you have planned, how you're going to go about it. They, right. I mean, and support don't always have to be uh, be agreeing with what you're trying to do. It could be, babe, okay, I see you on a computer, you're doing your thing, you need me to help you with anything? You know what I mean? It's, it's, it could be different ways of support, you know? It don't necessarily mm -hmm. have to be, you know what I mean, them hands-on and, you know, support you in what you're trying to do. It could just be encouragement. You realistic goals, though. Yeah, if she can't see no hook on this track, then I don't need her ass. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? She can't sing the hooks on these tracks that I need. I don't need her ass. I need her to drop a hot sixteen. Mm -hmm. I need her. To, I need her to what do. You, uh, now? What you new She better sing that shit the way I wrote it. Right. The rapping Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> the hip hop Dalmatians. <laughs> the whole is mine, baby. The whole is mine. <laughs> I can't stand nothing. Oh, shit. <laughs> but no, I, I can dig it. I can dig it. But, I, you know, support comes in different forms. So I, it's important to at least have some kind of support. Mm. Oh, what you got, Mike? If there's some support you just don't want. How about the well, so so everybody give me their conclusion. Like we're going we're gonna close close the door on this one. Everybody give me their conclusion on this one. Yeah, uh end cap. Professor, does she have uh -huh. your goals, your dreams? Yeah, she gotta, you know, she gotta be invested, all the way invested. When I come home, hard day at work, she gotta beat the dog down the driveway. If not, she gotta get the she gotta be dog stay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. When I pull up in the driveway, when she opens that door, run out. if the dog make it to me before she do, the dog stays, she go. Mm. That means mm. the dog, the dog more invested than she is. She gotta get the fuck out. That dog got four legs. That just don't that ain't hey. cool. Hey, she and better she be in there be with a motorcycle. She might be in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> he at the door. He had already sitting there sniffing and waiting. She cooking dinner. You gonna say no? She got. She gotta let the food burn. She better run outside. I do better. Trash. Hey, <laughs> What's your conclusion? Does he? Does he need to be there? Yes, but I want somebody that's also realistic. I don't want somebody that's going um kiss my ass. I would say, or. Mm. Let me dig myself in a rabbit hole. I will. I want. A, I want a real type of relationship where you won't be able to. Hey, you can tell me. You can talk to me about it. But again, it's all about your approach. Like, just respect your spouse and understand that it's a partnership and be open. That's it. G. Uh, again, I, I'm. I'm gonna say it's. It's not that important to me. Um, 
if it's meant for me to make it, I'm gonna make it. If I don't make it, then I just don't make it. Do you long for the ride, or you gotta leave her behind because she wasn't down? Uh, she wasn't balling with me in the gym, so I don't I don't know if I gotta take her with me. You know what I'm saying? She might. <laughs> nah, nah. If we together, we together. If I make it, we make it. If I if I don't make it, then shit, I'm sitting at home being a stay at home dad, and she just gotta do what she do. Fans only page, baby. <laughs> I can't, so I'm not gonna entertain it. Mm. Especially not when he left, and anytime he left, and I'm not. What's your conclusion, Matt? Yeah, she gotta be on board. Oh, uh-huh. Like I said, she ain't gotta be hands on, but she definitely gotta show some sort of support. I can't have no negativity. I can, uh, if you don't agree with it, keep it to yourself. <laughs> but support me. If you, if you can't support what I'm trying to do, support me. Man, there you have it. You have anything to say? Gang, gang. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, Where the wife at? Right here. She, uh, oh. You ain't here. She ain't had nothing to say. I mean, she a future. She a uh, entrepreneur Negro too over there doing her thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, right of every last one of my little crazy endeavors, and from trucks to podcasts to, you know, what I'm saying. So, oh, so you gotta support her then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah. if you don't agree with it, you gotta support her. I got my uh, glam chasing uh, bracelet on. I'm down, hey, buddy. I'm down for the ride. So, can we y'all ready for phase two of the Cooley and the Gang show? No, I don't have a glass of wine. I'm on my. Th- mm-hmm. What the fuck is that, Manischewitz? What are you smoking? A cigar? Uncle Nearest. Oh, how how is it? This shit is smooth. My is it really? And I like it, G. It's a little expensive. It's like eighty. It's like fifty-eight dollars, right? Yeah, it's, but it's definitely it's very, very, very smooth. I like it. fifty-eight dollars. Ain't that much? I want one. I haven't had it yet, and I like Jack Daniels. So you know, I'm a Jack Daniels nigga. Yeah, this this Uncle Nearest is good. Hmm. So let's go. So to I'll, commercial, we going to break. I wish we could. I miss the days when I could hit buttons and we could. Uh, we we can go to commercial break. Who that is? Cooley and Nikki. I miss all that. Well, you can't play it right now. What, what happens? No. Oh, you want to make a run, run? I just wanted to hear it. I don't have it on nothing. Oh, you suck. When when we took our last hiatus, I uh I put everything on a hard drive and I just put it in the corner. I, I found this. I don't. I didn't even. I thought well, I, we lucky that he didn't found the banners. I did. I found the banner. I was so proud of myself. I was sitting in the garage like, damn. And I looked right across, and it was right there. I said, look, won't he do it? G, won't he do it? Well, he won't. Well, he won't. <laughs> so, part two. Who do you love, the father or the son? Uh, this question came up, and when we ask who do you love, the father or the son, we are asking who do you love. Why are you? in that building every Sunday for church? Is it the man or is it the word? Let me tell you how some people probably was trying to figure out who out here pimping and they messing with the daddy and the son. Some little <laughs> nasty little son of a... Yes. Like the father, the son. Which one I like better? Daddy? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Mike. We happen to have a part of our crew, one of the best meme posters to ever grace social media. And we call him Big G. <laughs> <laughs> not follow Big G or uh, 
Kiko oh. gave you 2,000 posts in one day. On Facebook, Sunday is the day for the Born Center. And Amen. So we asked today, who do you love? Like, why are you in that building? Are you following? And, and I hate to always go back to the same person, but like, is, is it T.D. Jakes or is it the word that he brings? If T.D. Jakes left that church, are you still going? If, if Jamal Bryant left, are you still going? Like, it's, it's the know? word. <clears throat> do you believe that's the majority? That is the word? I can't speak for anybody else. I'm just speaking for myself. Some people are, some people look at the person and this is why some people, I think, get confused with the fact that people, that that person is still human and they're flawed and they can make mistakes. So if you are basing your faith off of an individual who is also a sinner, who is also struggling, I mean, that's just, that's my perspective. I just, I don't base it off of the person. I have to base it off of my belief and my faith and that's it. So if your minister left, the church is where you will stay. Yeah, because if I'm not even at the church, the word is the word. Okay. My, my, the word is the word. My faith is my faith. The person doesn't dictate that. That's a choice. Now, if you choose to go and follow your pastor, because there are people that follow their pastors. If you choose to follow your pastor, that's, that's their walk. But I ain't about to pack up and go down to no other state just to follow the pastor. The, the word don't go with the pastor. I think I think sometimes it's it's it, I, I, I don't think moving to another state that would be the extreme. Like if my pastor moved and went Me to too. Africa, like I'm not I'm not going to Africa. You know what I'm saying? That's um, a... that's that's just extreme. I think a lot of people follow the pastor because of his delivery, the way he executes, the way he gives his sermon. His speech, his his, like more so the delivery. Um, so if if I'm at a church because I like the way the the preacher preaches, and a lot of people find their church home based off of I went to this church service this Sunday, I like the pastor, I like his message, I like the way he delivered it. I'm gonna go back next Sunday. I'm not going to one of these big dumbass mega churches where the, just because it's a mega church and they got this big ass pastor in there. If the word ain't shit and the delivery ain't shit, then it don't make sense for me to keep going back to this bullshit every Sunday. A lot of people find that's it. a lot of shit to be talking about. Uh, we're talking about going this Sunday. I like the pastor. I like his message. I like the way he delivered it. I'm gonna go back next Sunday. I'm not going to one of these big dumbass mega churches where just because it's a mega church and they got this big ass pastor in there. If the word ain't shit and the delivery ain't shit, then it don't make sense for me to keep going back to this bullshit every Sunday. A lot of people find that's that a lot of shit. We're talking about. Oh, we're talking about going this Sunday. I like the pastor. I like his message. I, I mean, like we having technical difficulties. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah Mike, yeah. he's doing. He over there DJing and shit. Mike, <laughs> you so cold. DJ push and play. So, so. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask, just everybody a question. So let's say you go into a church and you find out that the pastor is sleeping with all the married women and single go. and single women. I right? knew it was going here. Mm -hmm. Do you leave the church? So so let me let me let me let me put it a better way. The message that the pastor is giving you is still valid. He can prove everything that he's giving you. However, on Saturday evening before he write his sermon, he
he go and visit all of all of all the moms and uh do some laying of the hands. Do you stop going to that church because he's a hypocrite? Because I hear that a lot. Or, I mean, some people just need their head, you know, some hands laid on them. I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Hallelujah. If if his sermon on Sunday is about adultery and being a man of God and thou shall not do X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. and he's already done everything that he told me not to do, uh -huh. I'm out of there. I what? got a question. Why do you have to say that thou shalt Thou shalt not. Thou I'm out of there. Why? Because he can't. He not practicing what he preaching. Why do we have to? But the but the word is the same. <laughs> the, word, the word. Wait a minute. The word is the that, same. Why you caring about the people? The word is the same, but the same word you can't get across the delivery. And that's why I say it's not the for me. It's not the word. It's the delivery. You can't deliver me some shit that, that you telling me not to do. And you've done it. I'm not, you know, as parents, we tell our kids, do as I say, not as I do. Look, let everybody I, get what they try and get when they try and get. Ain't your fucking son? Like, no, you Rick, can't you tell me not to go. Do what you do. Nah, you can't tell me not to fuck sister so and so, and you do it. <laughs> well, that's why I want to let you do. Well, it. All right, so maybe right, that's what I'm saying. I want to go. I want to. I want to peel sister Jenkins too. He wanted to bless it and lay hands on it. He was preparing it for you. Yeah. Hey. I want a pistol in her too. Not just you. Sometimes you gotta let people go ahead. He probably delivered her. You know, she probably had the claw webs, you know, demon on it. He probably had to deliver that real quick. Yeah, and they're grabbing about the a pussy. Ain't that something? All right, let me get some comments out the room real quick. So <laughs> I'm sorry about that. So uh, that was the vision. The vision. So Dar, 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 my big cousin James always says <laughs> follow the money. Say what? Uh, um, he said follow the money. Okay. Follow the money. Uh, he said people follow who makes them feel good. Also. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Most most of the time, that is how it works. When um years ago, um when I was working every Sunday, I had a I had a person come into the house to do uh, Bible study at one time, and one of the conversations that we had is, does how do you basically how do you pick a church home? That's that was what we talked about, and what he said was, you go to the place where you can get the message, and not the not because of the past necessarily the pastor, but Wherever you can get the message, no matter what it is, no matter how big, small, or whatever, just wherever you understand what the message is and you walk away feeling like you've been fulfilled. Fulfilled. But most people, what they do is they go where they like the pastor. They still don't really get the message. They just go because the pastor talk loud and he do a jig in the middle of the floor. And, you know, he, he come down like, uh, what did, what did uh, Brian have on, man? Um, uh, Black Panther. He come down with his Black Panther oh, outfit on it. Gimmicks. Uh, gimmicks. Yeah, gimmicks. Everything that turned into WWF if you pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. But you know, I think the message is more important than the man because you got to realize something that we, you know, whether whether you agree with it or not, 
we all have our own problems. And just because my problem is not your problem, that don't mean that I'm not struggling with something. I may struggle with dealing with multiple women, but that's not an issue for you. You're, you're a one woman man. So you don't got to worry about that being your vice. However, you may have an issue with, I don't know, uh, putting your hands on people or um, stealing. That's your issue. That's what you're struggling with. So that's what needs to speak to you. For me, for me, dealing with multiple women is my struggle and that's what I'm fighting. Why is dealing with multiple women your struggle? I didn't say it was me for per se. I was saying said it twice. I just wanted to put emphasis on it. <laughs> okay. uh, I'll go into the room for some comments while the commercial that. break. Uh, so, all right, let me scroll up a little bit. Uh, and just so everybody knows, the phone lines are open 567 233 2684. 567 233 2684. If you want to call in and definitely voice your opinion, feel free. So, um, NJ Rich says delivery is important, and that's the same thing. Um, Shannon keeps saying, like, you know, a person's delivery can definitely draw you in. Um, and it, it could still be the same word, but said differently by two different ministers, but one of them could get across a little bit more to you. So delivery is important. Uh, Laura Clark says, that's why I don't follow Jamal B. He's the biggest hypocrite. Uh, Larnice Allen, she says, someone can keep you from running into the same fire that no hurts them. Don't judge them for still wanting to save you. All right, we got a call. Oh, uh, no. My sister's trying to FaceTime me. I'm sorry. So um, my guy was Thaddeus Matthews. We all, we all is <laughs> my, my, right there. Isn't that the one? Isn't that the one that cusses and everything? Yeah, the cusses. My guy. Love him. My, my guy. Thaddeus, Thaddeus Matthews. My nigga. Yeah, um, straight up with you. That's my guy right there. And you know what? I used to follow him and I used to listen to him, but he never really talked about church mm. his only message was fuck you fuck this don't tell me what to do fuck that fuck you fuck that and, and that's what had me drawn into him because i felt like he was you know he spoke his mind but to call yourself a man of god and you never even really talk about god like i had no reason i had no reason to pay to continue to listen to you or follow you or any of that other shit um and i get real i get real uh messed up when it comes to religion because i like to listen to lewis farrakhan the honorable lewis farrakhan um and i do listen to some of your uh local pastors here and just to hear what they have to say and what the word is um i'm no way shape form muslim or Catholic, or Christian, or I'm just a regular nigga trying to make it. Um, so yeah, the, the the message is cool, but the delivery is what is what draws you in. Okay. My thing is, if, you like, going, if you've been going to the churches since you was two years old, and now you're 62, how much more of the message can you get? <laughs> you've heard everything any pastor had to say. You hit your, you hit and chase. There's a time limit. The threshold. 
I, I, I can't totally dis. I, I, I definitely understand that. I mean, if you have been going to the same church all your life, all your life now you, and you done probably been through, because when you were two, let's, let's even bump it <coughs> when you were about nine, that same past is probably not there or there's a new one now. And I know Easter, he's t- saying the same thing. All right, we got a call. Let's take the call real quick. Let's hear how this sounds. All right, how you doing? You on with Cooley in the game, but you got you got to turn your Facebook down. It's going to reverb. All right, can you hear me? Yep. Can you tell us your name? Afton White. Hey, Afton. Yay! Queen! <laughs> I can't type that fast. I said, let me uh, <laughs> just call. All right, what's on I your mind? I think I got a delay. Did y'all move on to another topic? No, uh, well, we're talking, we, we not, we're There's talking. There's a delay on the actual feed. But... Yeah, probably about 15 seconds, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Can I speak? Should I just say what I want to say? Yeah, we still talking about who do you love. Okay. All right, so this is my whole thing on the pastor thing. I feel like, um, to, to G's point, you know, if you're going to be somebody who stands in a pulpit, and is advising other people on, you know, how they can get salvation, you would want to be a little sanctified. Not perfect, but you have to work on, you know, you have to work hard, if not harder, on your salvation because you're supposed to be an example. The Bible talks thoroughly about um, agents of chaos and people who are able to sow dissension into other people because they're standing before you and they're a devil or a wolf in sheep's clothing. Um, and so it's dangerous for a person who is not practicing what they preach to stand in front of other people who are at different points of vulnerability, trying to tell you what it, what it is that you should do for your life to seek salvation. If they're not willing to do those same things. Hmm. Amen. Hmm. Hmm. Taking knowledge. That God accounted Just church. That. I counted church for you this know? week. And I feel like pastors at the end of the day, but at the same time, I do understand, you know, the, you know, people like to go, it's like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a morale booster to go in Sunday and, you know, hear somebody preach a good word and hear you feeling good and on a high. But in that case, just downgrade yourself to a motivational speaker. Mm. Mm. <laughs> don't be in there talking about, you know, you were saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, dancing. And, you know, like, like, like what was said, you know, you doing it to Sister Shirley just like me. Like, we both, you know what I'm saying? We taking turns with Sister Shirley. Like, that's crazy. Why Sister Shirley, Esther? Why Sister <laughs> <laughs> Right. Let's, okay, it's 2020. It's Sister Keisha. <laughs> right. So, so, all right, so let's say, all right, so there's, there's, there's the preacher there and he's giving a good word. Um and he he moves on to another church do you what is the so you do stay at this your same church and give the new preacher a chance or do you just automatically go with who you know uh i see what you're saying um i mean people go to church i feel like for their pastor a lot of times i mean i I would i I think people go for the the message that's delivered at church and that's usually specifically by a pastor I've actually been in a situation where, you know, like he's an associate pastor preach at the seven o'clock service. Your homegirl hits you like, oh, don't, don't come to 11 o'clock service because the pastor not preaching today. So, so generally, people follow mm-hmm. the pastor for his specific delivery of the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you very That's much. Thank 
Thank you. Thank you, guys. I'll be listening. Bye, Afton. Queen. Peace. Peace. Holla. Okay. So, all right. So, let's, on, on that note, let's um hit some comments in the room also. How far up do I got to go? You got to go up two hours. That's the same one? I got to start from the choking. We're not going back there. We're not going back there. Big Cousin says, yo, in the car because he, oh, he's talking about Granville. He said Granville in the, in the car because he charging his phone or his car, char- or his car charger. <laughs> That's what it works. <laughs> the shade. Uh, Kevin Smith says, maybe the church you chose is where you walk in your ministry. Um, uh, Big Cousin says, people can't save you, only God can. He also mm-hmm. You got to embrace your inner peace and follow your faith in God. So, Afton, we thank you for calling in. Uh, she definitely dropped some good perspectives on it. Anybody want to uh, kind of bounce back on anything you've heard so far? Yeah, I think a lot of times that uh, when it comes to, like, choosing the church, most people go to the church that they grew up going to or I think it's based on, like, routine a lot of the times because when you're brought up and your parents taking you to church all the time, Eight times out of ten, you will end up going to that church, not unless something happened there that you ain't fucking with. But I don't believe a lot of times that's where it starts. Now, if you get there and you choose to go to that church and continue to go, and then something happened where you don't agree with, then you can probably go find another church or something. But most people stay with what they know, with what they where they know. Well, if any of you all really, really know me, you know I I came up deep in the church i mean we went to church it's not a cult i keep telling you about that <laughs> we went to church tuesday was bible study uh wednesday friday and then sunday that was my church school. <laughs> i have seen um my parents leave churches um after pastor pastor had passed i've seen i don't i, I would have to ask them i don't want to assume why they left or what happened i know i probably heard the story before but I, i've been a part of leaving a church to go to another one after, but it was only after the main pastor had passed away and there was just too much confusion with who would step up next and they didn't want to be a part of it. So they moved on. And then after I kind of got older and drifted away, the church that I grew up in, they ended up leaving that one again for other reasons that stemmed around just, yeah. So so how would you feel if pastor, whoever his name was, Mm-hmm. You found out was like bad, like smashing your auntie. Oh, I would. would I you would, still wanted to stay at the church. I would die inside because his wife used to babysit me, so I, I would die inside. Like you would be heartbroken. As I got old and I look back, I would probably because I'm an asshole now. I'm like, damn, it was pimping. But then <laughs> it would probably have found me in a different way. Like you know, I wouldn't have understood. But now, I mean, like I, I'm more so along the lines of if you're going to be leading me then you need to be, I understand you're still a man and, and you're human and you have human desires, but if you're leading me, then you need to be practicing what you preach to an utmost. You chose this role as a pastor. So you chose to step up to a, a higher level. That's the same thing we say about the police. Like we expect the police to act a certain way and then we forget they're human, but they, they have an, a role, a higher role. It's, it's all, yeah. you know, like, so I expect my pastor to, 
practice what they preach. I expect my police officers to practice what they preach. But we also have to we also have to understand that people are flawed and they're going to make mistakes as well. So how big of a mistake am I going to accept? My, my whole thing is and how not, often is a mistake going to happen? Measure. It's not for me to measure. How do I measure? I can me I can literally say if something happened with you and all of us are impacted, we may all have a different feeling. We may all have a different view or perspective. But I'm not going to sit back and tell you, oh, this is greater than or this is bigger than or whatever. It's not my place to do that. Like you have to deal with the type of person that you want to be. So if you want to be a pastor and you're trying to screw everybody in the church, that's what you got to deal with. I don't have to follow you and I don't have to deal with you. That's my choice. But I'm not going to sit around and try to tell everybody how they need to, you know, to live their life just because I don't know what demons people are battling. I don't know what people have going on in their life. I don't know if somebody got caught, you know, in a vulnerable or a weak moment. You just, I mean, you just don't know. You know? Yeah. If I walk outside the church and see the pastor smoking a cigarette, I I, I can live with that. Like, we don't. But what if he's smoking some weed? Is that a problem? I could possibly live with that too. But if he smashes, so what, so what if he's what if he's snort, like snorting some coke? Then maybe you walk in and if he's single and he having sex out of wedlock, depending on what church you go to, I that's mean, not acceptable. Okay, so say it's a single pastor and uh -huh. he's he's single. He's not married, so he's not cheating, but he's single. Okay. And he got he's dating a couple of people. Would you still think that that's a problem? A, a couple of the same sisters at the church. Why does it have to be isolated? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, why are you so stuck on the usher board? You stuck on the praise, the worship team, like today. Now, something like that would be crazy. Now, if it's just somebody but that don't go to the pastors, church enough, there's single pastors that may be dating multiple people. I mean, but you may not know that. So, how would you feel about it? What's the difference? It's just what because he's not cheating on his spouse, but he's fornicating with multiples. Yes, the ain't no wrong with that. No, no, the pastor is allowed to date. Yes, yeah, so he he's allowed trying to, to find smash. his wife. So what you saying? He's, he's allowed to smash. Yeah. Do you is is smash? Now, now we're going down another road. Is is dating? Does dating all already include sex? So. Absolutely. Some people end up. Oh, fucking yeah. Who we dating for? If we dating, but dating, going out a couple of times, you like you're going out and going on dates to get to know each other. Don't mean that you smashing. Everybody's that's a part of getting different. to know each other. Right. But that so say y'all have been dating for like three months, but y'all ain't never like. Well, the date is over. <laughs> hey! All right, nope, 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 nope. Hold on, so hold on. What's up? What's up? Should you be waiting there? So how long do you wait until you say, "Shorty, gotta go"? After right, dinner. Let's let G get. After dinner. So <laughs> what if you just met her today and you take it dinner? You don't get no butt. It's over. Let's let G. Let's let as soon as she put, as soon as she put her kids to sleep, I should be able to get some. If not, then I can't. <laughs> I can't. Hey, but let no, I gotta get ready to go because I gotta go ahead and work. Um. I love y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. I ain't had nothing. I ain't got really nothing funny to say other than if she let me pee on her, <laughs> might be the one. Amen. Adios, y'all. All right, y'all. Take it easy. All right. Oh my gosh! Did you say if you let me pee on her? Mm -hmm. I'm done. He's still on the screen. Get off. <laughs> but you talk about three months, though. Did you say three months?
That's what she said. I just threw enough. I just threw it out there. I'm not saying that that's. I mean, that's unrealistic, right there. So well, this you know, is my, Steve this Harvey is my put that all up in his book, and everybody was like believing the hype on that one. All right, hold so, up, hold, hold up. Let me go, let me go to the room. Hold that thought if you got yeah, to. Yes, write it down. yes, sir. Let me go into the yes, room. Yes, yes, All right, so. Kevin said, Kevin Smith says we all fall short. I can, I can definitely agree with that. Huh? Uh, Big Cousin says he smokes with pastors. <laughs> would, you smoke with, would you smoke with your pastor? I believe him. I mean, ain't no safer way to smoke than with talk about no cigars. Hey. I about to say, where did he go? Walter, Walter says, save me a line, Pastor. Alana <laughs> calls. <laughs> oh, I'm so Afton, Afton says the pastor shouldn't be sowing seeds like Lonnie Love. Damn <laughs> mine eyes. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Walter also says, three months, what the fuck? Uh my mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Why? I wasn't saying that specifically. I was just throwing out the, the whole Steve Harvey three-month thing that everybody was buying into. Afton also says, you mean to tell me the pastor can't wait three months? This is asinine. asinine. That's what like, so that is like, so that's what the question I'm pull, but professor, go ahead and uh, get, uh, I don't want you to forget your thought. Um, my, my only thing about putting timelines on um, a sexual encounter just seems crazy to me because what what exactly does the timeline do? Does that mean that because we waited a certain amount of time that that means that my response to you is going to be different? Mm -hmm. I'll, you know, what I try to, what I, what I, what just my own personal belief and understanding. Um, I know that some women have a hard time with, uh, they don't want people to view them in a certain light. So because they don't want to be viewed in a certain light, they put these time frames up to say that this is how long I'm going to wait because if I wait this long and nothing happens, I mean, and nothing happens in that time, if I do it after that, I'm good. I'm out of the, I'm out of the whole game. I guess that's how they, how they perceive it. So can but I, I'm, I would interject. Go ahead. I'm, I'm interject. Is it just because of course I'm the only female. Is it mainly so that, because I know it's also, because of the pressure of the conversation that men put on women with that as well. Okay. So, so just an example. I mean, just like, you know, we didn't all came up together. We, we know, I mean, you coming up, a girl put out, then it's like, she fast. And okay. it's not necessarily just because the woman's perspective, but <clears throat> guys chat and, and gossip like females. All right. And it'll be, it'll be shared information where it is, it's like, cause I've seen guys do it. I've seen, the side of a female's perspective. And then I've also seen the guys do it where it's like, no, nah, yo, like a girl ends up being more of a conversation between you and your homeboy versus something that is sacred between the two of you because nothing was built there. There's no trust built there. There's no nothing there. It's just y'all having sex. So he doesn't have no loyalty to keep, you know, your information or your situation confident and private. I used to have a rule when I was dating. If you let me hit on the first night, I had no intentions on being serious with you at all. That was my rule. 
that 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 was just one of my personal rules. If I could hit it on the first night, I had no no desires to. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I fucked up. I had no, I had no intent. Like that was just my personal rule. Like you know, we all set little guidelines for ourselves and all that. But that that was one of mine. If I could hit on the first night, this we weren't going to have a search relationship. That's all you would be from me, from me there on. Right, and me being having guys as friends, I you would hear that. So for me, I'm going to take that as that's just not a good look. That's not the approach that I should take in a relationship. No matter if you getting hot, you hot and bothered, you a little steamy, you know, things body parts is responding you still shouldn't like no nah, let me pop my brakes because if i'm really into this person it's a great possibility that it could go left that's what that was going to be my question right there even if the chemistry is like right and you feeling them like that you still wouldn't like even See, I though can't, I'm just, it may I'm be speaking, early i'm i can't speak about my situation because i'm not going to do that but what i am going to speak on <laughs> is I know because I've been, I've heard both sides. So I've, I've been heard. Which one is it? Been I've heard been in what? situations and I've heard situations. Stop trying to dig. Stop trying to dig. I'm not saying nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to catch me like spilling tea and I'm not getting to do that. No. <laughs> these are our, these are our personal, like we aren't, we aren't ministers. Like we aren't leading a flock of people. So this is, this is, we in the congregation. So this this is how we operate. So I expect that man that's reading from that book that I'm not following all the way 100%, but I'm supposed to be, that's giving me the lesson, I do expect him to operate differently. Well, we can let him operate differently and and everybody in the congregation can be heathens. They can smash everybody in the church. Mm. Pastor can. The pastor pastor can. So what about the deacons and the elders? Because he What about the head of the praise and worship team? I'm just trying to figure out where does it stop? Is it only the pastor? Even if you have your issues as a pastor, you got to try to keep them behind closed doors. When you got pastors like Jamal Bryant that just don't care, he's just out there in the public. What was the one that was down in Atlanta before Jamal took over his church and he was having the little boy situation? Yeah. And he was sending the photos of himself looking all not so cute. Mm Mm-hmm. The one who church got um what's his name? He all he he ended up dying. He shriveled up and all that. Um, what was his name? God damn it! Somebody, somebody listening in the room. If y'all know who church Jamal, yeah, somebody post whoever that want posted in the room. Eddie Long, yeah, Eddie Long, Eddie Long, Eddie Long, yeah. I mean, so 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 Shannon just cussed me out and said, "How can me or us think like that?" If you know, what did you say? Because you don't want to get on the microphone. I, I just asked. I, I just asked a question. Why you gotta put it so close to my face? Okay. <laughs> that's what, hey, that's what hey, keep that shit private. Right. We got to see that. <laughs> How do you judge somebody? You're not supposed to judge if he's presenting the word from the book. Aren't you supposed to be following the word? Once again, no matter what he does. It's for God to handle that and judge him, not us. He's living wrong doesn't mean I got to be mad at him or judge him. As long as the word is from the book and I'm receiving the word, that should be all that matters. Yeah, that's that's kind of like how I look at it. Um, so I, I have two viewpoints on it. Um, one, I, I gave the scenario 
I've, I've given the same scenario over and over again. You have a homeless man sitting in, in, in the street and for some reason he stops you. You give him the opportunity to speak, right? You, you listen to what he has to say. And he tells you, man, I have this message for you that God told me to give you. Now you're already skeptical because you're like, here we go. This is going to end with some money. I know it. So you're really not, you're really kind of pulling away, but you, for some reason you stay there and you listen. He runs down a whole message to you. And at the end of the message, he says, um, Never works. Know, Let me borrow $5. No, 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 no. He, <laughs> he said, said, he said you're going to be a millionaire tomorrow. And, and then the message he tells you. And then tomorrow you're a millionaire. And you like, that dad, a homeless guy saved my life. No, he tell you. He said, everything that I'm telling you, I can prove. He said, if you have a Bible on you right now, I can show it to you. And if you don't, I can tell you where to find this information. And he tells you that something big is happening and God wanted me to save your life or help you save your life. And he can prove everything he said to you. It's no gimmick, no joke. And at the end of it, he don't ask you for a dime. Do you take what he had to say or you discredit it because he's a homeless man and you already passed judgment on him before you walked away? So that's the first question. The second part to that is, the second part is this. You go to a church, you have a pastor there that's less than what you perceive him to be or you think he's supposed to be. But the same pastor gives you a message that you can uh, relate to and not only relate to, but you can look up and see later. Do you discredit the whole message because of how he lives his life? Or do you take the message for what it was? A message, that's it. A penny is always a penny. I don't care how you turn it or what you do with it or who has it. So why do we look at the pastors or, or people that live messages any different? Because you got to look at it like this. I mean, if a, if, if a person try to tell you how to do a certain thing and, and they've never done it and they're not doing it themselves, could you really take value in what they're saying, though? I can. Because they My might be struggling. That's, that's what I was about to say. I'm not going to look at somebody, like you were saying, it's a message, it's, the, it's a word. It's Everything is not going to come in a pretty box with a bow on it because that's just like every person that's on this screen right now. We all are flawed. Maybe this person fell short. Maybe now they're homeless because, you know, something happened. You don't know what their situation is or their life story. So why should I be the one to sit back and judge what they're saying? It's your responsible to take the information that people give you it's like take the eat the meat throw the bones away you take what you get from each person that you come in contact with or you encounter it's your responsibility to take that information and do what you want to do with it you don't have to receive everybody's information you don't have to believe everybody's information you hear it you take it and if you want to retain it and apply it that's up to you and that's anything in life that's just not whether the person is homeless or they're behind a pulpit you choose the information that you want to store and you choose the information that you want to throw away. Once again, everybody in the room, the phone lines are open 567-233-2684. If you want to call in and express your opinion for us, uh, we love calls. Uh, it's 567-233-2684. So uh, the room, so NJ Rich says you can learn from anyone. Exactly. And I don't doubt that you can learn from anyone, but I must be, I, I guess I'm anal or vain, whatever. But <clears throat> my preacher got to like, he got to be, he, 
almost you can learn good and bad from any anybody and it's the same like when you're bringing up your children sometimes you can you can teach them you know strength and you can teach them ignorance and you don't even know it so again it's being open and understanding that you can learn something you can learn something even from your child as an adult so being open to the perspective of you can get knowledge anywhere. It's not just on Google. It's not just sitting at the church. You you can go out and really get knowledge. You just have to be willing to take it and receive it and do if you do what you want with that information. But I'm, 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 I think like if it's a pastor though and you up there preaching the word and you try to give people good, it, it, it's a certain way you gotta be living. You know, again, I know you, like you say, you fall short, you go through your shit, you know what I mean? But you can't just be, you know what I mean? Just out there like that. Mm -hmm. You still have to try to put yourself to a certain standard. No, I so, do believe, I do believe they should be held to a certain standard. I just don't believe it's me that needs to be the one crucifying anybody and nailing them to the cross because I don't, I'm not walking that straight line. I know I'm flawed. I know I make mistakes every day and I'm going to continue to make mistakes, but it's what you do with that information and you learn from it. A lot, you can't learn from stuff if you're not willing to make a mistake. That's how you learn. As a child, I didn't realize that, hey, if, if, I, if I'm running too fast and it's water right here, that I might slip and bust my knee to the point where you learn from sometimes going through life experiences and challenges. And that's, that's all I'm saying. Yes, as a pastor, I should be held to a higher standard. Somebody, I should be able to practice what I preach. But I'm just the type of person that I understand we are flawed and we make mistakes. So how close should you be to someone making mistakes when you would want someone to have that same amount of compassion or understanding if you do make a mistake? Because you never know when your back is up against the wall. And I know we were talking about pastors, but I'm just saying in general, holistically, if you back up against the wall, you don't know what type of situation you're going to be in. Somebody rub you wrong outside, you might not be a murderer, but it might make you all go in and pull out a gun and shoot a nigga. I mean, I'm just saying, you might that might not be the person you are, but in that moment, you might have done something. I, we're human and we're weak. That's just all I'm saying. And sometimes we fall short. It's not for me to sit and crucify everybody because they make a mistake or they F up. You know, I can deal with it the way that I want to, and I can choose if I want to have those people around me, if I want to go back to that church, it's my choice. That's my point right there. It's my that choice. That's my point right there because you can it's get the choice. word anywhere. You can get the word anywhere. You can get, that's why I said in the beginning, I don't right, follow you can the leave. people. Because right. to me, that's very cliche. I'm expecting this person to be perfect. I'm looking for perfection. And that means I'm going to always fall short in my faith and my beliefs because I'm looking to a human to make me feel like I need to, to pretty much position me in a way that I'm saying I should be like that no I don't want to be like that person I need to be the best version of me and if I'm following that person I'm never going to meet my full potential because I'm idolizing a person who's flawed all right Thank we got that. a comment hold let me get this comment in the room so Afton says leaders I'm sorry I can't say leaders need to have standards when we don't hold them to a standard that's how we get president uh, that's how we get a president like Trump same thing or are we giving him a pass now hell no yeah I feel you I feel you that was a low blow. That's facts. That's hashtag. It's true facts. though. Yeah, it's true. It is. Though. So, so is there a line? So, I'm gonna tell you. We, um, Shannon, got me watching. Um, what the hell is that show? Um, Fatal Attraction comes on TV one. And one of the shows, it was a pastor, and he murdered his wife. Now, no, of course, nobody knew it, of course, but they knew his wife was killed. He was under investigation, so he ended up going to jail. So, let's say 
there is a, a stigma like that over your pastor. Their, their wife was murdered. It could have been them. Are they good because they didn't, they didn't do it? Or say he does go to jail for it, gets out, gets the church open again. Are you going back to his church? Because his word was good and maybe he turned his life around. Can he lead you again? Is there a line? Like, is my base, like, where's the line? Like, if we're going to just keep following, if we're going to say, okay, he's a man and, or he or she is, is human, let me say, because I don't want to just say man. Let's say he or she is human and they're susceptible to make mistakes or whatever, whatever. So, so for me, in that position, in that particular uh, statement that you gave or situation you gave, for me, I would go back because I'm not that, that, now, when I say this, I you know I don't want it to be misconstrued, but that doesn't speak to my moral code to a degree. Why? It just doesn't. Now, let's change the scenario. The scenario, pastor that messed with some little boys or something. I'm not going. I'm not fucking with it. So murder, that, murder is okay. <laughs> Pedophilism, no, no. Yeah, that's a no, no. Mm. That's a no no. See, everybody has their own line though. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're right. It's all it's all relative. It's all all of it is relative. You might say the pastor sold drugs, even while he was preaching in the church, and you'll have people that'll still go back. But if you say mm -hmm. that he'd have been messing with children and you still going to that church, then that's uh, a different ballpark. Yeah. yeah that's, that's definitely a different ballpark. Mm. What's your line, Mac? Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't go first of all, but I mean, in the person, in the situation, like people, people fucked up, you know what I mean? But I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back if you, if you got locked up and you was found guilty of killing your wife, you did the time you came out and came back to church and start preaching. I personally wouldn't go back. That's just me. Yo, Shannon being real disrespectful over here on the low Mac. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> she talking talk about your father-in-law and my daddy. So <laughs> talking about he was a pimp. He wasn't a pimp. He just used to have the long leather coats and stuff like that back in the That's day. That's a pimp coat. Like yeah, he was That's a pimp coat. Did he have a cane? No, nah, he had a cane. No, nah, he had a cane. He had a cane. He's a pastor. Yeah, well, he's been a he's been a minister, but he has his own church now, and I, I will follow him to the end. And it's not just because I'm, you know, he's my father, but it's more yeah, he believes he believes in what he's doing. You know, like he's there's no angles with him. He believes what he's doing. And I know and, that we know that. So I guess it's different for us because we know. Like mm -hmm. stranger, I don't know. That's why I'm so leery on church because like I, I just don't know. Like. I guess I'm more so worried about what you're doing with my offering, you know, than like, I, I mean, and-, and You I, only put a dollar in anyway, stop <laughs> tripping. <laughs> you the one that be holding up the plate, putting in 25 cents, stop it. I know that's not what I'm supposed to worry about. So first of all, you need to work on yourself before you be worrying about what that man up there is doing. Amen. But how can I work on myself if he over there- <laughs> Stop sister. worrying. Why don't you put your little quarter in the collection plate and sit there and get the word <laughs> Take your little ass outside and go home and watch some football. Come on, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Y'all going home anyway and doing some unchristian like things. 
It might. You just still so is the pastor and half of the congregation. Look, I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do to make it out here. For one, we out here in COVID. I ain't judging nobody. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Pastor, think about that cold beer he got in the refrigerator and the shot of that uh, Henny. As soon as he get out of the church. Yeah, he popping a bottle in the office. You know, the you know, pastor's <laughs> always got an office. They got a little stash. It ain't, it's not communion. What is in the screen on Mike's thing over here? What? What keeps moving over there at the front of the screen? Bright Shannon. Yeah. You know she's bright. Oh, that's oh that's Shannon. Okay. Sorry. It's light rays. No, you good. Beams of light just I was like, what the all right, I'm trying to get us one more guest on uh to pop into the Zoom before we roll out. It's a uh, friend a friend of ours that um definitely has friend a of the family perspective on this. So hopefully they'll be able to jump into the Zoom before we roll out. Um so is the comments in the room? Yeah, read some of the comments know. in the room. <laughs> I need to know, Mike, what you're smoking a cigar. Yes. Where'd you get it from? Uh, it is a cigar shop here. I'm sorry, I don't know the name of it, but um, what kind is it? It's a uh, My Father's Cigar. That's mm. what it's called, My Father's Cigar. Go ahead, Professor. All right, so we have uh, Sean Ruffin <laughs> joining us. Peace, brother, brother Ruffin. How you doing, brother? What's going on, Not favorite, the ladies. So you. This is a surprise. You, you don't. You have your video off. You don't want to be seeing you incognito. No, I'm trying to figure out how to turn it on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Got you. I got. It. I'm gonna send the thing. So I'm gonna give you uh the question that with the question. Oh, there you go, hey, brother. How you feeling, man? What's up? Oh, yeah. So uh, the question that we're on right now is, who do you love, the father or the son? And the question is based upon, why are people going to church? Are they following the man or the word? And if we've been going on this topic now for about a good 30 minutes. Um, we've been going back and forth. Afton called in and gave us some good perspective. And uh, we had some good comments in the room. So who do you love, the father or the son? Wow, y'all, y'all just going, y'all going raw, huh? I hate <laughs> The look on Rudy's face tells me a whole lot, too. <laughs> All right, so let's get the brass tacks and big rock facts, yo. What's the difference? Tell me the difference. Well, my my thing is. Hold on, before be hold on. Let me say this. I know I'm late to the show, so I want to just be rude. Tell me the difference based off of study, fact, bedrock facts, and all of that. Not what we think. Not what Grandma told me. What Granddad? Tell me what the book said. See, the I, can, I can only speak off of, like I, I already said it. Like my point of view could be somewhat considered vain or hypocritical like my that's right. what my point of view is coming from I, I i can't help it i can't get my mind past if he's trying to show me something but he's doing something else i can't get past to be able to listen to him if he's not practicing what he preaches um i i received that well mike um because you all right, we are we all here in the flesh, as they say, you know what I'm saying? So we believe what we believe. Some people say, all right, I'm going to go to service on Sunday, and they wave the Christian flag and blah, 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 blah and then go out here and act like they ain't never even heard the word. No problem. But to understand it and apply it is two, two totally different things, Mike. I mean, if you're a preacher, 
and you leading the flock, yeah, you want to hold that um, that person to a higher regard, if I may, a higher standard. But that don't mean that they are above reproach. You see what I'm saying? These are the kind of conversations me and Rudy have all the time. So I'm built for this. Whatever, however direction you want to go with it, let's go. No oh filter. Boy. No <laughs> oh yeah. boy. That's that's why his name was on the list. That's exactly why. But now we don't got that many minutes. So is, I know. It's, so is there so so there's no line. So this man can can do what he wants. So there's no line. Um I don't think that's what you're saying. And I don't think that's the question. I think the statement is this. At what point do you evolve to the point where as though you are walking up in harmony and in alignment with what the word says, whether you believe it or not? Say it again, brother. Woo! That's my brother again. Go here, you know brother. Because at some point, we've been believing the same thing since we was children and didn't even comprehend to it. Now we're grown women and men. So... It's like, okay, you still believe it, but how 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 much in harmony, how how much lockstep are you walking with this thing? How much of application have you applied to your daily walk? Because people will sit up here and all day and say, well, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthen me, and then turn around and say, I can't do this. So what's the lie? The word, the book, or you? Just God account his church for this week. It does. God account so somebody did somebody take my attendance? Who doing who doing roll call? I'm collecting tithes and offerings. You so would be collecting tithes and offerings. All to me. So before you before you came on, uh, Troy said Max said um, he was talking about how you know you go to a church. All <clears> yo, let me stop you right there, yo. Let me stop you right there. This is something me and Reed talk about often. I'm not trying to be rude and cut you off. Yo, there is no such thing as go to church. Yo, you are the church. The building is not a church. All right. Amen. Now, if you want to, and if you if you need reference for that, I'm gonna go straight off the top of the church dome. Turn your you Bible are. to Acts 17, 25, yo. Building. It has nothing to do with the building. Okay. So how many people really, really aside from you, how many people really like, like if we put a realistic stamp on this thing? How many people really are going to church not because of that person is delivering the word? All right, I'll do you one better, Mike. Most people go to Sunday worship service, and I'm being real deliberate on my vocabulary because they find a religious responsibility to it uh, based off the tenets of how they was raised. Put your clothes on, you go on the service. You have to be you there on a Sunday. Yep. But to really say, okay, I'm going to be a steward and understand like the prop, the proverbial writer said in Proverbs, and all that getting get understanding. Um, they don't do that. Most folk don't even carry a Bible. Yep, that's because the everybody don't, because everybody is conflicted. Well, I want to yeah. say everybody and then, is conflicted. And, and, People are conflicted with the verbiage in the Bible and its content, and wondering how true is what and false is this. And then people change the word to benefit them in the moment. Yes, they do. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, something me and Rudy always build on. Most of the stuff, if you got a King James version of the Bible, most of it, you don't even understand the etymon or etymology of it, so you can't even really understand. First of all, let's be very clear here, and I know this is going to be offensive to most people, there was no person that walked the land or hung on the cross named Jesus. Let's be clear. Mm. Mm. My man. And you know you done pissed a lot of people off. And I really don't oh, care because it, it needs I to know you don't. Up. 
But see, the thing about it is there was no person named Jesus for uh, historical accounts because the Bible is a book of history and law. If you think about it and you really do your homework, the letter J just came into history. It's a dramatic word. Just came into history less than 400 years ago. And it's not Hebrew, Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. The J is not a part of them languages. So how you come up with the name Jesus? Where is the blow mind emoji at when you need it? Like I gotta get my uh sound. You gotta get your sound effects together. Come on, get your so all I'm saying is, and I'm not here to argue the name thing and all of that. I'm just saying if you don't understand what you're the context, which means the setting of what you're reading, you will never know how to apply it. So so Sean, don't you think that that's a lot of religion? Because there's a difference in being spiritual and versus being religious. Like I take myself as being a very spiritual person. I don't take myself as being a very religious person, meaning as I'm not caught into the, I got to be to church every Sunday type of thing, because I feel like church, I feel like my relationship is more important than my attendance. Am I giving on and praise where it needs to be, where it needs to be? Am I taking a certain you know, how, how am I living my life? What am I doing? And me sitting in a, in a church, I just don't feel like sometimes that's what I, I need. And that's what I'm going to base my faith off of is my attendance. But that is, you know, a lot of how our culture has been brought up. Get up, put your Sunday clothes on, get to church. This is what we're supposed to do. And this is it's also something to do. Yeah. And then this kind of like to take you into something else. This is why a lot of times when it comes to us needing assistance or needing help, and that can be pertaining to like mental stuff we don't get the assistance that we need it's throw the bible the bible the bible bible i see this not educating yourself to understand that hey he wants you to get wise counsel sometimes that is going to someone else and having a conversation to get that to seek that guidance and that support as necessary i'll say this most folk go to sunday service um for a religious responsibility one two they um it's ritualistic and they feel as though they are going for some type of mental um, realignment, if I may. I'm going to Sunday service because I'm going through something mm -hmm. and I need to get something to build me up and armor me up for next week's struggle. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, these are not things that you read that are in that book that they use called the, the Holy Bible, um, most of it, the King James it's not so. Um, when you really study those things to really apply them, you will not find the things that are talking about. And I'm going to really rock this conversation as it comes to a grand closure. The person that they call Jesus and the, not, and the 12 apostles were not Christians. Crickets. That's fine. We got to say it. Mike, you suck. I ain't got my, I mean, I, I wasn't told. Totally you, you can't have roughing on here. You don't got no sound effects. I should get a gold star for at least having the phone lines together. Like we were able to have callers. You want a cookie? I, want, I, I really want you to consider this, yo. Mm -hmm. All through that book, when that master teacher that they call Jesus, the master teacher, the Messiah, all of those, those titles, he did not preach. Christian. That's something that happened when the religion, the doctrine, the dogma went to 
Greece, which is called Antioch. And in the book of Acts, it talks about, and they were first called Christians in Antioch. What was they before then? Disciples. Mm -hmm. So this whole Christianity thing, mm, I get it. You under you identifying yourself as one who follows the teaching, or maybe you believe in the so-called Messiah, which they translate transliterate into Christ, but he didn't teach Christianity. He said one thing. If you keep my commandments, you will be my disciples. Well, the, the word Christian is only used three times in the Bible. In the first two times, it was a derogatory, a derogatory statement, almost the saying, hey, um, like when we first got to North America, it's based off the slave trade, we was called niggas. Yeah. Well, the phone lines are still open. I know a lot of you know we usually go off at 730. I guess we can call this the after show. So yeah. the phone lines are open. Can I get a drink? 233 I told her to turn up. Turn your camera on. Just hit the video. Stop video. All right. Yay. Damn. Yeah. Keep that oh, shit. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right, big bird. Have a mind. Have a mind. You knew that was going to happen. The microphone. That's why I right back in here. Oh, my goodness. Knock your head. Never mind. I'm good. That was some good shit, y'all. That was some good shit. It's real live, yo. You know, I, I try to keep it When I say stuff like that, that you say, oh, I'm an atheist, I'm a this, I'm a that. But nah, if Jay. people really knew what they were reading or what the pastor was preaching to them and understood it, <laughs> a lot of these things they would know by now. Like I said, you've been going to church all these years and certain stuff you still don't know from the Bible and what it actually meant and stood for. You were just in church because it was something to do on a Sunday that your parents told you. They, they Listen to me, yo. Most of us, yo, with the exception of a few, have been... And I'm gonna use strong language now. We have been molested and burlesqued into going to Sunday worship service or Saturday worship service, or if you came up under um, you know, Islam and you studied those tenets. That ain't something you chose. It was forced on you. Now, if you took it to the to level of saying, you know what, I'm gonna study it for myself and really understand it, and you agree with it, that's one thing. But to just continue with your childhood, um, I don't know, uh view of life Routine. you ain't really done no you ain't done the work and i must say it again as the proverbial writer say in all that getting get understanding if you don't understand why are you speaking so strongly about it why do you feel as though these tenets govern your life and if they do govern your life why are you not demonstrating them all right let's get some comments out the room real quick go ahead <clears throat> Well, Kitty, if you got to cut your camera off again, it's okay. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and who, what did you just say? I don't know who you just said. What'd she say? Don't what? do that. What? Nothing. All right, so, go ahead. I'm listening. So big cousin James says, it's your good heart and service to your fellow man is what counts. I think. Love thy neighbor. That's, that's what's up. Why don't you. Tiff, you need to call in. Tiff says, what? Question mark, exclamation point. And Afton says, Christians are, follower, Christians are followers of Christ. of Christ. Simple. 
Okay. Somebody laundry ready. <laughs> Not somebody. <laughs> so this 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 was very good. Um Sean, I tried to hit you earlier. Um I actually I was supposed to call you like I was supposed to call you like Yeah, you were. I dropped the ball. You I did. did. So I do apologize for bringing you in last minute, but I will say this. Fucking outstanding. Like you, you came in, you 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 popped in for me, and you you delivered just as I thought you would. Listen to me, y'all. Definitely. The thing about it is, and I'm gonna say this in closing, you know, like I'm a reverend. <laughs> say this in closing. You doing a benediction? Yes, I am. Go ahead. Let me edify for the people. When you stop looking without and you look within, then that will that's where you will find God. And here's a scripture for you. Luke 17, 20, 21 to be exact. The kingdom is within. Not without, within. That tells you there's a lot of inward soul searching work you need to do instead of praying without. You really need to search within. And that ain't got nothing to do with Christianity or nothing like that. Yes, um, I agree with Athens statements. Christians are people who hold that title and say they follow the Christ. Well, yes, but the Messiah is what the people, the Jews, the Yehudi expected, okay? And they said, and the Messiah said, he who believes and is baptized shall be saved. It didn't say he who believes and becomes a Christian or a Muslim or this, that, and other. It said he who believes and is baptized shall be saved. It's just that simple. Now, yes. let's put a bow on it. Um, maybe if somebody want to argue with me or debate that, um, my phone number is 443 No, 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 no. You want all the smoke. Hey, I do. Hey, Barry, any, any final thoughts? Hey, bro, you got any final thoughts? Put the uh, put the little picture up again, man. <laughs> You're if, crazy. You say, if you ain't gonna say nothing, put the picture up before we go. I don't have nothing to say. Ain't no final thoughts. Is everybody? What, what, are we closing the show out? I mean, you just go. Or is that just off of the topic? How am I, I supposed mean, to I know? Can, I can. I got a. I got a bunch of stuff we can talk about if y'all want to talk about. I know, going, I know, are we closing going. out the topic? Because if we closing out the topic. I, I mean, I don't really have anything. I gave my two cents. Keep it going. I'm late, but I, I'm, I'm, I want some smoke. Let's go. I'm good with the I'm good with the religion and the spirit. No, we can go to the uh, Maude Arbery. Let's talk about life. Let's talk about the fact I have that have another, I have might another, be in the, the garage. I have another religion question. Oh, boy. Oh, Equally yoked. Oh, gosh. I'm not going down this road. We you really want that answer, Mike? Spouse. Support. Well, earlier today we talked. The, the first question we had today. Yeah, they gotta be about this but, equally, uh, equally yoked. Having a partner or spouse that supports your dreams. That was the first thing we talked about earlier. Just somebody that supports your dreams and it, how important. Oh, dirty hands. Uh, so we talked about that earlier. <laughs> then we went into this, and now we we bounced all over the place with this subject, with this topic. Right. Um, you getting a back massage, yeah? What's going on? 
He over there. They don't need a room. It's my birthday, baby. You know what I'm talking about? We got to see everything that's going on in there. Don't put it too close to her mouth. <laughs> that was earlier. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, we 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 can just we can just I mean we this is the we after- can wrap this subject up because we've been on for a minute. Yeah, because this yeah. we can go on forever. With this will go on forever, and mm-hmm. it won't. This can't stop, won't stop. Professor, what, what else you got for me? I'm good. I'm already good. I know what I'm gonna do. What you call him your Sylvester, Professor? Professor. <laughs> so you call him <laughs> Sylvester? Put your, put your bra over top of it. <laughs> Oh man! Thank you, thank you, cuz. Ain't nobody do that. I got a camera slider, sucker MC. <laughs> oh, okay, go ahead, Damn. slide it over. Slide it over. That's that's the best way to do it. Just slide it over. <laughs> we uh, we definitely uh, <laughs> there. have definitely been a lot. Like of things. There definitely has been a lot of things that have happened since um the last time we were on. Um, a lot of things we have not touched on. We did talk about. <laughs> uh, we touched on that last week. Um. See, we didn't talk about other things like um, and this is this is so fucking left field. But did y'all see the Tiger King? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I keep hearing about this show, man, on Netflix. Yo, what's up with it? Uh, it is bunch of hell bellies. It's a fucking wild man. <laughs> but it's one you can't stop watching it. Like once you start, like is you, that the one where the girl got her hand cut off, yo, and all that? Mm-hmm. You know, on first mm-hmm. episode one. Came back to work. No, the, with one of them tigers. Yeah, the yeah. Tiger, tuck it off. I know, Professor. I know you ain't see the Tiger King. You don't. You don't like colored shit. The oh, arrogance, yeah. yo, that you think you pulled to be out there doing that, yo, is why she got her hand bit off, yo. No, he had hella tigers. I mean, and then you know, he, like, what is you doing? He ended up going to jail for putting out a hit on uh my girl Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. <laughs> So it's been a lot. Like during quarantine, you don't have nothing to do but if you're reading, you're you're plotting your next move, you're catching up on Netflix. If you like me, you're watching The Wire for the thousandth time. Like it's just, it's really. So my my question to you is, Mike, what you reading, yo? I am reading a book, and I'm very late on reading it. And it was something I always wanted to read. I'm I'm late as hell. It's it's an old book. It it really ain't much to it. Well, it is a lot to it for me. But I was reading the autobiography of Malcolm X. I, I like Malcolm X. I never read the book. I heard about it, but I was reading that. And then um, Daryl told me to get another book that I haven't opened up called um, Barracoon. And it was pretty much the story of the last American cargo, pretty much the story of the last American slave. Okay. So I didn't open that. I didn't read that one yet. But the, Rudy already told me I need to start reading so much books about um, civil rights and uh, slavery and stuff like that. And I need to expand. So I, I do have some other things on my list I want to check out. So, Rudy, what you reading right now, yo? I just got the book of Soc- Death of Socrates. Okay. Um, mm. I just wanted to hear about, check that out. Um, I actually read a book recently that I don't normally get into, but uh, there's a guy named D. D. White. D. White? Yeah. D. White, man. <laughs> D. White, yeah. Um, no, his name's not D. White. I forgot, Watkins, D. Watkins, that's his name. D. Watkins has a book called um, We Speak for Ourselves. And basically what he's saying is, I don't know if you've ever really realized that you probably did, but most people don't even realize that black people are the only ones who seem to have a spokesman. So when something happens to black people, 
we automatically got Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton or whoever the no. latest and greatest person is to speak for him. Chinese people don't have it. it um, Hispanics don't have it. White people, you might want to say it's the president or the mayor or something like that. But otherwise, we the only ones that had that shit. And what he was saying is, the funny part about that is most of these people that are speaking for our culture have no real relationship to our culture. They don't live in the neighborhoods where the problems are. They don't relate to any of the people that are having the problems, but they feel as though that they can be an authority to speak on particular subjects. Now, right. I agree with certain things in the book, but for the most part, um, I have to say that there are a lot of things I don't agree with. But, I mean, yeah, it was cool. All right, well, let me take y'all down the road. So, historically, as a people, that has pretty much basically been how we have been trained. Historically, as a people, that has always been how we have been set up. We've always had that, that go-to, that, that one person that we, we put all of our, all of our chips to the, pushed all our chips in the middle of the table and be like, this is our guy. He's going to speak for us. Mm -hmm. so that, it has been embedded in, in African and black people for a long, long time. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Which, which a lot of things have been like a lot of our issues and a lot of things that we get into are all that all come down to systematic things. And at some point it comes down to your success, breaking, breaking that, breaking that system, breaking the chain. So me and Rudy had a conversation the other day mm -hmm. and I don't want to, you know, take the show hostage, but I feel as though it's appropriate at this point. We were talking about how remedy for people who look like us, whether you want to identify yourself as African-American, uh, Black, Hebrew, Israelite, Moor, whatever the case may be. Um, all this information being presented, um, yes, it might liberate you consciously, but at the same time, you're still in shackles because you have not found a way to be liberated financially. So what's the remedy for that? You got this whole conscious community. Everybody want to be kicking knowledge. Everybody bringing the light on these things which they have learned through reading books or um, going to the end of the, of the internet on Google. But at one point, do you financially put yourself in another tax bracket to liberate yourself and other people and create legacy? Because that's the real answer. That's the real remedy, the paper. All right, we got uh, financial freedom. Jada, Jada's in the room and Jada says they're living off their past accomplishments, but what have they done for us in 2000s? And he's speaking towards, you know, what you said really as far as um, Sharpton and them, like they're, they're pretty much living off their past because pretty much everybody that we look to today in somehow a way was associated with Dr. King and that whole movement in some way, form or fashion. And they're pretty much riding the coattails of the 60s and the 70s and all of that. So I had a long conversation with somebody yesterday um, and I'm not going to just go into the whole ins and outs of the conversation but in a nutshell one thing that, that I have grown um, a low tolerance for is that it seems like people of color always play the victim role and, 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 and don't get me wrong there are some stand up people that stand up for their mistakes as well as their, their achievements. But a lot of people of color love to stand in the background and act like everything is happening to me 
and it's not my fault. I have nothing to do with it. There's nothing that I can do. I'm just the weakest lamb in the in, in the in the flock. But this is this is how I feel about that. <clears throat> See, when you have a spokesman, or you feel like people have to speak for you. So, for instance, let's just say for the sake of conversation, we read this or hear about this all the time. Another young black man, unarmed or armed, gets killed. Right? Mm -hmm. Then we have. Uh, hits national news once it hits national news whoever the black spokesman is is the one to speak right how come the person who are the parent the people who are the parents the people that are close to them the people that know the ins and outs of the scenario or situation they aren't the ones to speak now you might say well they don't get the opportunity yeah but they don't force the issue either and if they do speak it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a conversation on an intellectual level it's going to be more of how they feel and what they thought should have happened as opposed to what what should have happened or uh, a, a political um, in-depth conversation. And you know why that is? That's because people don't read, man. People really don't involve themselves in legal action. They don't want to put themselves in that position. They don't want to have to know. So guess what they do? They say, well, we'll just have so-and-so speak for us because as long as they have to speak, I don't have to learn. As long as this person is able to speak the language, I don't need to know the language. Yeah. But if that person is railroading you and all other black people that feel the same way that you do, then it keeps you in that victim status and victim mentality. Yo. And it's just so unfortunate because as, as a people, and I'm just speaking as a whole, we are so comfortable with allowing someone else to speak for us on our behalf instead of learning the information and being able to speak for ourselves intelligently, not no, for lack of a better word, not no nigga shit. I ain't talking about get up there and act an ass and fall on the ground and I can't believe it and I'm gonna go get my gun and all. no, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. Talk like you got some sense. Talk like you, like you have educated yourself. And I'm not talking about school. I'm talking about doing your own reading. Did your own research. You're able to fight without, you know, putting your hands up. You know, be able to speak intelligently, man. It's, it's, it's so important. It's, it's, it, you know, I can't express it enough. Rudy, we talk about this often, yo. So I'm going to say it publicly online. Most of us, yo, we don't know how to read. And I know that's going to come off shocking. Like, we don't know how to read. I know how to formulate sentences and pronunciate. No, 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 no. We don't know how to read from a etymon and etymology point of view. And when you start getting into law and history, that's what you're dealing with. You see what I'm saying? So when you're dealing with those legal terms and stuff like that, uh, the first time I heard indictment, I didn't know what that meant, but I knew it was something important, you know, and it scared me. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> when you move forward with those type of terms and you start reading, if you don't understand what you're reading, it's, it's, it's hyperbole at best. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. How can you apply it to your life and you don't know, if you don't even know the etymon of what that word means? Because most of these laws, in legal terms, is in Latin. So if you don't know what it means in Latin, how can you say, okay, I'm going to go to court and pro se represent myself? How am I going to speak in front of the law? And but say, people don't usually know nothing, don't realize that they need to learn the law until they're standing there in front of a judge. Ooh. And they got, they, the judge calls out 17 charges and they like, wait a minute, I only did one thing. Yeah. But that one thing is like 17 charges. Yeah, I got locked up because I had uh, a, a, a nickel bag of weed in my pocket, but, you know, they upcharge me. Right. But see, this the thing. Let's get some comments out the room real quick. <clears throat> so, um, 
Tiffany says it begins with financial literacy um, along the points of how you all started off. Uh, Hell yeah. James, James says, I have been saying for years, we need new leaders as a people. Uh, Jada, let me go down. Jada, Jada says, because they're following what has been taught to them. And NJ Rich says, well, the families of the murdered person have lawyers. So to make sure they don't ruin their case, lawyers tend to talk. And that was it. That was all of them. Lawyers. Just like doctors. The key word to lawyers and doctors is practice. Legal practice. Medical practice. practice. I'm gonna let y'all think on that one. Who do they mm. focus on? Mm. He just left the people. With, he just gonna leave the people with that. Practice. <laughs> practice. Not a game. Practice. practice. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't win, but you practicing. Practice. And who are they practicing, practicing on? And you, who are they practicing for? Your life, your loved ones, mm -hmm. your freedom, or lack of freedom. Practice. Why you trying? It's Friday. Why you trying to make everybody think on Friday? People try to get drunk on Friday. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to you. People try to forget about COVID. Yeah, he's trying to make he about to make everybody go out there and go Google practice. Yo, the phone practice. lines are open if you want to get in before we roll out. <laughs> we're roll out in five yeah, minutes. Funny, maybe. <laughs> You can call us at five six seven. I sip my drink. Right. <laughs> I need to get one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. But seriously, like medical, legal, it's practice. That's what they call it: practicing medicine, practicing law. Mm -hmm. So I'm about to go practice. I'm about to go outside, out here with COVID, and I'm just going to practice. Yeah, that's, that's just like everybody walking around in a in a uniform. Practice. But just don't nobody want don't nobody want to take the responsibilities of the position either. True. Practice. Practice. Not practice. So Jada says I'm gonna practice sipping this drink. <laughs> practice. Jada says it, it ignorance our parents had people fight for them, so we follow suit. It goes the same way with credit and financial freedom. As black mm. people, we have to break away from the ways of our parents. Yes, because our parents did not teach us. Our parents did not teach us financial freedom. Yo, you know what our parents did to us? This is what our parents did. They can't teach us up. They did. They can't teach they us something us that they were not taught. Our parents were not taught financial freedom. They were not taught financial literacy. We were taught math. We were taught one plus one equals two. That's what we we learned. My, my parents did not teach me how to invest. I learned how to invest on my own. My parents did not teach me about stocks and trading. I learned that on my own. Listen to me. I got a wallet for Christmas one year with no money in it. And my objective was to go and put money in it. How? How are you going to do something you don't know how to do? Right. Most of us. Right. We are taught more how to survive, not how to build wealth. We're taught survive, figure out how to survive out here in this world, figure out how to set yourself apart where you know that you got to work twice as hard to get half of. That's what we're taught. We're taught to make it. You That's it. We're not taught how to build wealth. We're not taught how to build an organization and an empire. We're not taught that. I do you want better. 
the real conversation moving forward is building wealth. But here's the next to- the next topic. What's your net worth? And what's the formula to that? Most people don't even know it. Why don't you educate everybody? Well, that was the the we I got you. You wanna go there? I'll take you there. No, not just we're gonna have a you need to put out a session where you teach these mofos the formula okay. around your net worth. Yeah, and I got building. You. Why this fool over here smirking? <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting there. Well, hey, you focus, focus on the wrong thing. Focusing on focusing over here gets you in trouble. You gotta stay focused. I don't want to focus over there. I'm good with Jesus. <laughs> Task in hand. Oh, I'm good with the Lord. I'm good. Thanks. But yeah, we got to focus on bigger and better things, investing, creating um, generational wealth, legacy, um, stuff of that nature, all that other goofy stuff, like mm-hmm. who relevant. And, I, you know, like I go on IG every day. I mean, I troll through it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, not, I'm not innocent of it. And I see people posting stuff about who real and who fake and like, yo, check this out. Yo, we almost 40. Yo. Like, that's the tone of your conversation. I'm not. Don't be aging me. Okay. Well, you're 21 again. Forever 21. Okay, I got you. <laughs> well, we definitely um the per the whole purpose of this show when we started it was well we wanted to create a lane for ourselves. I think we definitely try to be more. I hate to say what you know Sean just said, but we do try to come from a more realistic point of view. Like, yeah, Yo, you have to. Dad. We're not trying to you know tell anybody that watches us or listens to us anything different than what we do or how we do what we do in our household and we do appreciate everybody for tuning in um i want to give everybody a real quick just a little end cap uh real quick to before we roll out just to summarize everything so sean i'm gonna start with you real quick so we're gonna roll out in about a minute well two minutes i'm gonna let everybody go so so just give me a little quick summary of uh you know just put a cap on it um not a cat. I'll say this in closing. Go within and find yourself and you'll find the answers to life. I don't have nothing else to say. Mac, what you got? Yeah, pretty much. Like I said last week, believe in yourself. You know, I mean, set the life that you want to live. You it's your you have the power to create the life that you want to live. Uh it's it's much harder to fake it than it is to actually put the work in and actually do it and get to the point where you want to be and actually need to be. So believe in yourself, keep pushing forward, don't let nobody stand in your way and do what you got to do. Amen. Mayberry? What's your little thing came on? (laughs) Oh, I'm supposed to answer, huh? Yes, ma'am. No, I I am in support of what Sean said as far as within it's important for you to identify your strengths your weaknesses and work on how you can better yourself to be the best version of you um i'm a firm believer of course that god is in me thank you it's not the house it's not the walls it's not the paint it's not the people it's in you so if you work on you and you strengthen you and your core and you establish your own core beliefs that's another thing your own core beliefs because that's what you project 
I don't want people to follow me because, and I'm just saying that even for kids, I don't want people to follow me because of where I go or anything and expect that I'm going to be perfect. But you have to work on yourself and identify where you need that work so that you can be a better version of you. And God is in me. It ain't at that church. It's in me. All right. Professor? Um, Man, make get bed off of here. Make sure that you wear a condom at all times. <laughs> Yo, crazy. <laughs> now and a mask. You need a mask and a condom. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. Oh, I swear. So you can be safe and come out of this coronavirus with uh without multiples. <laughs> Not even multiples. You're gonna get COVID. You don't want to infect anybody with any more extra children. So you know <laughs> make sure you have so, condom no. the right way. Make sure you pull it, pull it back the, the way it's supposed <laughs> to be done. Pull, pull what, what are you talking about? Pull what back? <laughs> Okay. All right. So we thank everybody. we thank everybody for tuning in. We will be back next Friday, six p.m. seven thirty. No, we won't. I'm not gonna be here. Six p.m. We'll be back six p.m. to seven thirty. And if you stick around for the after show, like tonight, then you will get more. Uh, we appreciate everybody. Please follow us at um, at CNTG Show on Instagram. Please like the Facebook page. Um, that way, you can keep up with us when we go live. Um, and just support, like we all have things going on. Just support from this from this one page. You can see everything that I sh everything that my my friends, brothers, sisters are doing. I share it. I post it. So anything that anybody around me has going on is there. From uh, my brother Sean. From you know he has clothes. Uh, Troy Mac has clothes clothing. Um, we all have things going on. Mayberry she doesn't say it, but she sings. She has an amazing voice. She doesn't Damn sure do. but let that gift shine. And then, you know, the professor drops his knowledge from his page all the time. So um, as I always say, let the challenges before, let the challenges before within. power within you. Uh, we will see you next week again. Thank you all very much. Oh, and um, NG, NJ did post a link in the room for how much are you worth, how to figure out your net worth. He posted that link in the comments. So thank you, NJ Rich. We'll see y'all next week. Be safe, put your mask, and as a professor said, put your condom on. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Peace out, y'all. Right. Peace. Peace. Yeah. Hey.